Hello and good morning. Welcome back to Word Here and There Inspirational. I am Carolyn, your host. Reality check. She brings him a good, not harm, all the days of her life. Proverbs thirty-one, twelve. Life gets busy, doesn't it? Most women feel like they meet themselves coming and going. Between keeping up with the housework, a job, driving kids around, school committee, church committee, well, there just aren't enough hours in the day. One thing that can suffer most in all the busyness is your relationship with your husband. How many evenings is he at home with the kids while you're out being busy? At the end of the day, do you have energy left for conversation, let alone intimacy? This is a gentle reminder to keep your priorities straight. Give your marriage relationship the time it deserves. Give your husband the time and energy he deserves. Bring good to him by showing him how important he is to you. Today's story is called Roots for Sophia. Ten-year-old going on 30, Sophia de la Paz Flores carefully weighed her words before pitching her plan for an orchid behind her home. The thin slice of backyard, perhaps five feet square in the community of La Panama, clings to the edge of a precipe. The rocky ravine far below is a littered with garbage and crosscut by a polluted stream. Julie Dunsworth, the Presbyterian Disaster Assistance Mission, co-worker, accompanied me, reminded Sophia that a fence was planned to protect small children from the danger. Sophia was quick to suggest a gate. Julie laughed, complimenting the girl on her persistence. Julie and her husband worked as liaisons between PDA and Abrazo, a place on the Spanish word for arm and hug, an ecumenical Christian organization promoting self-development by providing safe, affordable housing for El Salvador's most vulnerable, the poor, particularly earthquake refugees like Sophia and her mother. It's only a few trees, Sophia pleaded with her doe-eyed attempt at coercion. Sophia's mother, Maria, remained silent. As Julie and I surveyed the area, she continued to wield a shovel like a prod, demanding the earth to cooperate with her aspirations. Clearly there was no place to plant trees. It was a less-than-ideal building site to begin with. But these dusty eight-and-a-half acres were obviously paradise to the 210 families who had chosen to build there. Thousands of others still remained in temporary housing almost two years after this 7.8 tremor that had left them homeless. More than 200 additional families, many of them friends and relatives of the new residents of La Panama, were still stranded on a nearby soccer field, desperately hoping for another piece of land like the one in La Panama to become available. Land is at a premium in this mountainous country, not much bigger than Massachusetts, and home ownership is beyond the imagination of most of El Salvador's poor. Sophia and her mother were among the fortunate few to be chosen to participate in this Presbyterian Disaster Assistance Program. La Panama is a prototype community, a project desperately needed in a city plagued by poverty and crime. Maria Flores understood the reality. Cinder block by cinder block, and with each shovel full of cement, she was grateful, paying off her mortgage in sweat and equity. She was the one I had come to interview. 
Maria and her only child, Sophia, had survived a landslide that had taken most of their neighborhood, as well as the lives of friends and family. She echoed the story I'd heard a hundred times before from other survivors of Central America's cynical natural disasters. El Salvador barely survived a civil war, only to be lashed by the Category 5 Hurricane Mitch, which devastated most of Central America in 1998. On the hills of that disaster came the earthquake that had left the Flores family homeless. I'd heard many similar stories of loss, harrowing bravery, and shattered hopes bolstered by unserving resilience. I admired the damnification, damaged ones, as they called themselves, but I had become most callous to their tales of woe. How did you go on, I asked. You lost your home, your job, everything. How did any of them get up morning after morning to face another day of destitution on an overcrowded soccer field in the tarp and tin ghetto they called home for almost two years? The government had made promises, but the government was always making promises it couldn't keep. From where did your strength come? I persisted. But Maria just crossed her arms and stared past me. Tell me about the trees, I braved, recalling the urgency in Sophia's request. The beginning of a wry smile deepened the lines around Maria's mouth, and the fine wrinkles are the outer corners of her eyes. I complimented her daughter, impressed by Sophia's intelligence, quick wit, and dodged persistence in pursuit of the desires of her heart. She will go far, Julie, and I agreed. Maria nodded, the glimmer of motherly pride just below the surface of a weary black eyes. The trees gave us hope, she said. Meeting my gaze, over the course of a few years, Maria had purchased 25 seedlings from her barely substant wage as a laborer on a governmental project in mosquito control. One at a time, she purchased mango, cashew, avocado, mamie, lime, orange, and paterner seedlings. Mother and daughter planted hope in plastic containers that graced their rented champa, a wood and tin shack in a poor neighborhood less than two miles from La Panama. Mi jardin, my garden, a broad grin lit her eyes. But why not a flowering garden? Sophia needed strong roots. Maria's seedlings became, along with pineapple hedges and banana trees, the down payment on a dream, a house with a garden and an orchard. I watered them every morning, she said, and they watered my soul. This morning ritual had inspired Maria before the earthquake, for she had long dreamed of the house she would one day own. After the earthquake, the ritual became her lifeline. They were my prayers, Maria said softly. Mother and daughter had carried each tree one by one from the wreckage of the landslide to the soccer field more than a mile away. The seedlings flourished and bloomed during the long, agonizing months in the temporary shelter. When Maria and Sophia rode in the truck to their new home in La Panama, they held the precious seedlings in their laps. Now, the tiny trees were ready to put down roots. Arching from their dream of an orchid to be fulfilled, I implored, Is there no place to plant the trees? Maria smiled. We will plant them along the streets of La Panama. They will provide shade for everyone. Then she added, We are home now. This is Carolyn with Word Here and There Inspirational.
Take care.